Live after a weird performance from your Ohio State Buckeyes. Yes, they won the game 43-30 to over the Maryland Terrapins, but it didn't come with the easiest watch for any of us. Buckeyes win. There's an injury we'll talk about. There's some odd play on both sides of the ball. But survive in advance is the name of the game this time of year, and the Buckeyes were on the survive end of things at the end of this contest. You are Locked On Buckeyes, your daily podcast on the Ohio State Buckeyes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Breathe in, breathe out. Is everybody okay? Because some of you might be scratching your heads or wondering what you just watched. We all watched the book I win, but it wasn't the easiest watch of all time. But ultimately, survive in advance is what you want right now. And the Buckeyes move to 11-0 on the season. Welcome in to the Locked on Buckeyes postcast after a 13-point win over the Maryland Terrapins, a game that I didn't predict would be this close. And I guarantee you might be somebody that didn't predict that it would be this close either. Penalties, lack of rushing the ball in the first half, O-line issues, and some defensive errors really hurt the team bad. Really, really bad. I mentioned injuries early, O-line issues early, because the O-line in the first half against the defensive line we discussed on Friday's show that really is not the best in the trenches, O-line or D-line for Maryland. They both struggle to get a push and to be very physical up front. Ohio State's O-line, I don't know what's going on. I understand Matt Jones was nursing and had a bad ankle injury in this game. Started the game with that. Ultimately, he did get pulled from the game because he had that leg injury and it got too bad for him to play. He hopped on a cart to go to the locker room towards the end of the fourth quarter. And then Travion Henderson's injury is what is talked about. Going into the game, we all knew he was possibly hurt with something. In this game, he got pulled in the second quarter because he got hurt once again. The Buckeyes needed a running back, needed somebody to step up, to put points on the board. The Ohio State receivers were struggling to get open. Julian Fleming dropping passes, couldn't get open, couldn't create a small window of separation between him and the defender. And what do you know? The fourth string running back going into the season was then thrust onto front street on center stage when the Buckeyes needed to run the ball because the passing wasn't working like you'd want to. The physical defense of Maryland, got to give them credit. Mike Loxley, he had the boys ready to play. They knew they had nothing to lose. And they played like a team that was going to throw everything on Ohio State to ultimately try and win this game. And they're really, really close. We'll discuss what happened later on in this show there. But right now, it's all about Dallin Hayden. We talked about Trip Trainum here on the show. Would we see him this week? Would we not? I thought you might see him. We talked about how the top two running backs, they both are nursing injuries right now. You needed somebody in the back, either Dallin Hayden, Chip Trainum, Xavier Johnson. You needed somebody to step up. But today is Dallin Hayden, number five, a true freshman who came up huge for the Buckeyes. When they needed somebody to put the, the ball in the end zone multiple times, he did that very well. Three times to be exact. 27 carries, 146 rushing yards, three touchdowns, a long run of 18 yards, 5.4 yards a pop. All, I believe, but one of his carries came in the second half. So if you think for a guy who was coming into the season as a fourth-string running back who got thrust into the third-string role when Evan Pryor went down with a leg injury at, prior to the season starting, then ultimately he sees the two guys above him in the depth chart 
keep going down week after week. You don't know who's going to play. Well, he does. We don't. And he knows his number might be called in this game. Yes, Ryan Day said one thing Don Hayden did in the postgame presser uh, on the field talking to Molly McGrath. He said that Don Hayden took care of the ball. And I have heard that there are issues with, with him taking care of the ball, possibly in practice, because I don't believe he has any fumbles this season. Didn't fumble the rock at all. He towed that thing, just toted that thing just fine. And he was the person on offense the Buckeyes relied on, including that old line, which struggled to get a push in the first half. The old line did a, a lot better job of getting a push in the second half of this game. Dallin Hayden was the number, number five. Get used to hearing that number. Get used to that name because my gut tells me we're going to be seeing more Dallin Hayden. I'm looking into next season. I'm looking into next week, a week from today, because we don't know what's going to happen with Mayan Williams or Travion Henderson. But what I do know is Dallin Hayden has been reliable when his number has been called all year long. And I do believe there's a good chance that his number will be called a week from today when the Buckeyes host the Wolverines in the shoe. The 43-30 performance win. Oh, boy, I'm taking a breath because that was a little weird to watch. But I loved, loved seeing Dallin Hayden, number five, tote the rock for the Buckeyes in College Park, Maryland. There were some things I did not love, numerous things I didn't love in this game. We'll discuss them next right here as the Locked on Buckeyes postcast continue. This episode of Locked on Buckeyes is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy puts the emphasis on easy because it's the easiest place to spice up your college football season. We all are finding ways, looking for ways to spice up sports, how we enjoy them, how we watch them. And underdog fantasy is just for you. It's a type of fantasy I love. Picking the over-under on, stat, on stats, it's easy to play and available in over 30 states. Pick between two to five players across any team, not just the Ohio State Buckeyes, but across any team and decide if they will finish higher or lower in the stat category that has been provided. It's one of the easiest fantasy games to play out there, and you can win cold, hard cash in a single game. Sign up with the promo code LOCKEDON, and Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. Deposits of $100 get $100 free. Go to underdogfantasy.com or find the Underdog Fantasy app in the App Store, Google Play Store, wherever you go. Underdog Fantasy is there. That's Underdog Fantasy. Promo code locked on. Get in on the college football pick'em action today. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So I mentioned that there are things that I am not fond of and I, that I did not like that I saw. One of them was the penalties. 11 penalties, 97 yards were lost on penalties. Now, there were some that were defense. They might say, Jay, that was ticky-tacky, whatever. Okay, great. 
in a game where the refs were bad, they called it bad on both sides, not just Ohio State side, but also on Maryland side. I'm not going to harp on the, that type of stuff. But how about we harp on Ohio State in the delay, the delay of game penalties? I think they had a delay of game penalty on a PAT, which in, ended up pushing them back five yards. The very next play was a block PAT, which went on to a two-point conversion for Maryland. They scored two points on that. How about in the first quarter, there's a delay of game, and it just seems like a lack lack of urgency, lacks a daysical mindset, just going through the motions. I understand you're Ohio State. I understand you see the number two team in the land next to your name whenever you look at broadcasts. So you rewatch games, maybe you watch the TV copy, or maybe you read articles. Yes, I get all of that stuff. I don't care, and you shouldn't care either. 11 penalties in a football game is unacceptable. You know what else is unacceptable? How about just weird play? How about just dropping the ball? How about not playing like you are the Ohio State Buckeyes? Yes, I have to give credit to where credit is due. Maryland had a good game plan. Maryland was create was creative on defense on offense with the play calling. Maryland has Talia, excuse me, Talia. I called Talia my entire career whole, uh, podcasting, but it's I believe it's Talia. They utilized him in a great way, and he was able to extend plays and get Ohio's defensive backs and extended plays. And it was clear a lot of times a big play from Maryland was going to happen, or he would pick on Ohio State's backup corners. Um, Jordan Hancock, uh, that's what Jair Brown. Um, but the backups were in there, and there were sometimes big plays happened when the backups were in there, backups were in there on defense. Things have to change. Like the post bye week slump we talk about every day on Locked on Buckeyes. Is continuing. I don't know what happened at the bye week, but that abrupt halt to the football being stopped, go back home, uh, get some of your mom's food, watch a little football on your own couch like you did when you were a kid growing up, going back to Columbus, I don't know. But, buddy, something is a little bit off right now with that. The Buckeyes need to play more disciplined football, need to be prepared to play the football once they get there. I understand the mid-afternoon kickoffs have been weird for Ohio State all year. The road games have been weird for Ohio State all year. You can't blame the weather for this one. You can't blame the snow for this one. You can't blame the wind for this one. This is all you. The players seem like they weren't ready to play. Some of them were ready, not all of them, and it showed up in the play. And that needs to change. Because a week from today, you have a Maryland team. They have injuries. I mean, excuse me. You have a team, the Wolverines, the team up north. They have injuries as well. Donovan Edwards running back for, for them. He's hurt. Blake Corum went down when the Wolverines played Illinois prior to Ohio State playing Maryland. So you have the top two backs there that are injured. Mayan Williams, Trevion Henderson, the top two backs at Ohio State are injured. So you're both dealing with injuries. But one thing I can expect, I think I can expect from the Wolverines, is to play 60 minutes of good football. Can I expect that from Ohio State? Can I expect Ryan Day and those coaches to ultimately formulate a game plan, not look ahead? Because I do think today we saw a lot of players looking ahead to the team up north a week from today. Can we expect them to just do their job and do it soundly, prepare like it's the last game they will ever play? I don't know. I have no idea. But what we need to expect is a better performance and literally – the best performance these players have ever played in their life. Offensively, defensively. Defensively, there were a couple of bright spots, numerous bright spots. Um, Lathan Ransom continues to play 
inspired good football. Yeah, there are times, as we saw today, that you'll come off, off the field and in comes Josh Proctor. We know these coaches, they want to pull guys for bad plays. They want to put a younger guy in there, the backup. I don't get it. I don't understand it. Another coaching weird, another weird, odd coaching decision by these coaches here in 2022. It almost called an Urban Meyer-like upset. Late in, it, it literally almost caused that. But Lathan Ransom, to me, continues to be a big piece of the pie for Ohio State. Had seven tackles in this game, one TFL, one pass breakup. That TFL came in the third quarter when the, the Buckeyes started to get some juice. It started to play a little bit better on defense. Had a big TFL a few plays later. Had a block punt. Second week in a row, he had a block punt. But how about Zach Harrison? We're going to end the show on a high note. And with Zach Harrison today. He continues to play the best football he has ever played at Ohio State, the best football he has ever played in college football. And week after week after week, whatever his role is, he answers the bell. He answers what Larry Johnson, Jim Knowles need him to do, and he plays phenomenal, phenomenal football. Now, some of you might say, Jake, what were his numbers? I don't really – Zach Harris's numbers won't, might, not, might not wow you, but it's what I saw in the final drive – who solidified his importance to the team. He had five tackles in this game. He had two sacks, two, t- two and a half TFLs. He had one forced fumble. That forced fumble came literally in the last offensive play for Maryland, the final drive for Maryland, where they're trying to do anything to score quickly to make this thing even a ch- have a chance for Maryland to win the game. Scores 30 to 36 at this point in time. Zach Harrison on the Bottom of your screen, goes around, sack on first and 10. Very next play, second and 17. What happens? Zach Harrison, once again, he beats his man, goes in, causes a strip sack. It's Talia, strip sack, goes the ball goes towards Steel Chambers. Scoop and score, Steel Chambers scores. That's ultimately because of what Zach Harrison has been doing this year and gaining more confidence as the year goes on. I wish I was more confident going into next next week's game against the team up north, but I'm not. Injuries are an issue. Play calling is an issue. Preparation is the issue. Coaching is an issue. Players playing the best football, that's an issue. And you know what? All of those things are things we're going to talk about all week long. Because I got a text, it's hate week. And it starts now. You better get ready. There's going to be a battle in the shoe next Saturday, and the Wolverines are coming to town. The Buckeyes better bring their A game if they want to win that contest. We're out of here on this postcast. Follow me on Twitter at jstevens07. Go ahead, send your emails to jstevens317 at gmail.com. If you have any questions, comments, or things you want me to talk about during the week leading up to the game against the team up north, leave them, leave them in the comment section below on this video. I'll check the comment section. Try not to respond to your questions and save them for a future show, an episode of Locked on Buckeyes. Out of here, Buckeyes win 43-30. The game is over. We can breathe a sigh of relief. And still, the Buckeyes are undefeated, and still they have a chance to accomplish their first goal of the season, which is beating the team up north Thanksgiving weekend.